right here. Right here, right here, right here. Yeah. You want him? Yeah. Welcome back to Redneck Tech Podcast, brought to you by Diamondback Covers. I am on the road. It is two minutes until midnight, and I am somewhere south of Houston, Texas. I'm 953 miles into my current road trip, three days into it. I was in Alabama for two days with my good buddy Jason Gertzman from Back 40 Outdoors filming a turkey hunt, and... um, didn't kill a turkey heard more goblin turkeys than i think i've ever heard before to not kill one i think they were with hens and on the wrong side of the property line on the other side of fences and you know if any if you do any kind of turkey hunting you know how peculiar they can be sometimes and, um, i haven't decided if they're smart or they're so stupid that what they do doesn't make any sense but they did build confidence in the calling ability because they gobbled at literally everything. Uh, but like Jason said, I've just never been around turkeys that gobbled like that that you couldn't kill. But if you hear the road noise, that's because I am doing this one from the truck. I've been driving for 11 hours pretty much straight other than stopping to get gas. And uh, to be 100% honest with you, is I've been doing a ton of thinking and had a really really cool idea for a short film I'm hopefully going to get to work on and I'm doing this because I'm trying to stay awake because I've got about another hour's worth of driving to do and I've been thinking about it is you know since I've been in the truck for 11 hours I thought it would be a good time to do a podcast on why I drive and you know, when I when I drive, what all do I take with me? So that's the reason I drive is because I have to carry so many things. And and I'm sorry, I'm on the gas a little bit. I'm got my cruise control set, which is one of the great thing I do love about Texas is their speed limits are awesome. But anyway, the reason I drive is because number one just me personally and I know some other guys like this and I get this from my dad I come by it completely honestly it's a lot to have my stuff I have my truck set up the way that I like it with the tools and the pieces and the organization and everything that I'm used to I've obviously got my diamond back on the back to keep everything you know dry and safe and I'm confident in my truck I'm confident in my gear confident in all my setups and confidence just like I said in one of the very earliest podcasts when you're running your camera about knowing your camera backwards and forwards it essentially instills confidence in you and I and I have the exact same confidence in my truck and in my setup and in you know my overall uh, you know makeup of you know my traveling production company I guess you could say uh, you know, I drive a four-door Toyota Tundra. This is my second Tundra, third Toyota in a row. And uh, it's got 248,000 miles. And I'm telling you, man, uh, anybody that knows Toyota, it's, uh, which I, I kind of hate talking about it because no one, you know, 
knowing my luck now that I talk good about my truck and how good she's been she'll blow up you know in a minute but you know this truck has been unbelievably reliable and anybody that knows me knows that I am absolutely not somebody that babies anything especially my truck I consider trucks and cameras and gear within reason obviously I consider them tools I don't wash my truck I don't you know make sure it's waxed and you know all this that and the other because it gets driven through the woods it gets you know it's it's been in more productions than I've been in you know I use it for shoots all the time because it's always there um, and I know, and it's one of those things to where it doesn't get great gas mileage, but I'll jump in this truck and drive it anywhere. I drove it from Georgia to Idaho on my elk hunt last year. It was 37 hours one way, uh, which I drove it in three days, and I, I'm planning on doing it again to this Wyoming this year. But, you know, it's one of those things to where, like I said, it all goes back to confidence in your gear. You know, the second part of it is when I travel to go on a trip, which this trip is different than the rest because it's essentially three or four filming trips back to back to back to back. So it kind of made a lot more sense than to book flights, multi-city flights, and then get rental cars or coordinate somebody coming to pick me up or all that hassle. I'd rather just drive. You know, I've kind of got a rule that if it's under 14 hours, I drive. Really, regardless of what it is. 14 is kind of my cutoff because I've, I've figured out that after about 10 or 11 hours, it really starts to suck. And I'm right there at that 11, 11 and a half hour mark right now. And I'm not going to lie, it's starting to suck. I'm ready to be done driving. But I carry so much gear and so many things that I need to know where they are at a moment's notice and go, you know, grab them and whatever. And then I just don't like riding in somebody else's vehicle. I like to drive. It's maybe I'm a control freak, whatever the case may be, but I like to have my truck. So, hence why I always insist on driving. If somebody let me drive, I will absolutely drive. Most of my drives, I'm by myself. You know, for 11, 12 hours at a time, which is fine. You know, I've discovered podcasts probably a year or so ago. Hell, I've got my own podcast now. So it's one of those things to where I can always keep myself entertained. I always think, I always come up with ideas. Like I had a, I'm not going to share it just yet because I really think it's one of my better ideas ever for this new film that I'm going to be working on that I'm actually driving to meet uh, one of the guys that I'm going to be working with on it to in the morning, which we're hopefully gonna go turkey hunting so I'll be turkey hunting in about five and a half hours and I've still got an hour left to drive so maybe I'll get a little bit of sleep but uh you know I can get to think I get to learn I get to do all those things so it's never wasted time I always catch up on you know people that I need to call and talk to like I called my buddy Adam Miller today I hadn't got to talk to him in a couple of days or a couple of months actually since probably last time I talked to him was the ATA show uh, you know, I caught you know caught up with some other people that I haven't got to you know talk back to on the phone. Um, it's just it's I guess it's almost my because I hunt a lot. You know, it's my job kind of you know to produce hunting content. This is almost my escape. I guess is driving from I guess work, which is weird. But 
I enjoy the drive. I enjoy that part of it. So, you know, carrying that much gear, being confident in it, and having my stuff, you know, those are the major reasons that I drive. But on top of all that, you know, all those things, I, I think, make me make me better because you know, I kind of have peace of mind knowing I don't have to rely on somebody else or rely on Delta or rely on, you know, or, or mess with airports. You know, and I just I don't know, I kind of like which I've kind of said in the past with the whole communication thing or, you know, some people aren't going to be as reliable as I feel like I am so I kind of like to fend for myself. I like to make sure I'm responsible for myself. I'm responsible for getting places, getting there on time, doing a good job, taking care of my gear, um, handling, you know, essentially my job and my business. So driving on trips is a big deal to me. Um, Spend a lot of time in the truck, but like I said, it's not something that bothers me you know it's kind of a I was talking to Chuck Belmore from the habit today and uh, he's looking to come out to Texas to do some turkey hunting the next couple of days and uh, you know we've I've been I figured it up the last season I was with the habit we were in the truck 420 something hours that year uh, traveling around filming hunts you know we we drove on every trip except um, we flew to West Texas to do our rifle hunt with Troy Wittenbach. But every other trip we drove to, we drove to New Mexico, we drove to Nebraska, we drove to uh, North Dakota. We, I mean, it didn't matter. We got in the truck and we drove, and usually it was four of us in a four-door truck loaded to the brim. You know, usually we had to strap stuff on top of the bed cover on the back and, you know, roll on. Um, so know driving is nothing new to me and it is absolutely something that I try and take advantage of um, like I said by learning by trying to stay on top of you know what's going on stay in constant communication with people it's I don't like using it as wasted time which some people view it as wasted time and I know a lot of guys that would rather you know would rather fly um, because it's quicker or whatever which a lot of times if you think about it, the time that you have to wake up, drive to the airport, wait in line, security, board the plane, fly, get out, come back through security, or, you know, if it's international, come back through security, or go out, find your cab, all that stuff. You add all that time up. Generally, if you save time, it's not that much. Um, and it's always a, it's always stressful. Airports are awful. Gosh, I hate them. I fly, you know, fairly regularly, but I don't know. I just don't. I don't enjoy which I've also told my wife and uh, my family I was like if we would just live in a place other than Georgia like more centrally located that would be so much better um, but anyway uh, I kind of wanted to go over what I carry when I go so I keep saying you know that's the reason I drive because I carry so much stuff but if I go on a trip where I get to drive and I'm by myself and I can essentially bring what I want I bring pretty much everything I never I I don't say never 
I rarely use everything because I bring a lot. I bring everything I own for the most part. I bring my ring light because if I ever have to light some interviews or light a scene, which I've used it for a shop light, I've used it for a work light, I've used it for all kinds of stuff. But I've got a ring light that I usually use uh, to light interviews with. Uh, sometimes I'll bring my softbox lights. Uh, I've got a three-point light kit with that ring light. Most of the time I will bring all those. On this trip, I just brought my ring light. Um, so that's my lighting kit. I always have my full big camera package, which is my FS5. So Pelican, all the lenses, camera, media, chargers, uh, the case, the rail system, uh, the hood, the follow focus, like everything that goes along with it. I bring all that stuff. I always bring my tripod, no matter what kind of hunt it is. If it's a deer hunt, and I know we're going to be a tree stand. I always bring my tripod, and my tripod I've talked about is a big, heavy, bulky tripod, and uh, Sockler head and Miller sticks, and it weighs, I bet the head and sticks weigh uh, probably close to 20 pounds. I bet 15 to 20 pounds, but like I've said before, it's the best out there. You will not find a better setup. It's also expensive. I always carry my drone because it's one of those things to where you always need it. And it's so small now. My Mavic is so small. There's no excuse not to take it. I always have a camera uh, a camera bag. Like I have a, uh, oh, what's the name of that? Uh, Porter Brace. So Porter Brace makes a essentially a big half clamshell bag that I put my camera in when I'm traveling in the truck. You know, a lot of times you have to sit your truck, you know, your camera in the back seat, um, and it, you know, jumbles around or beats around or whatever. It's aggravating. I always bring that Porter Brace bag and I set it in the seat. That way, I can set my camera down in it and you know, zip it up to where it keeps dust from getting on it, keeps it from getting beat up, from sliding around, falling in the floorboard. You know, all the things that have happened in the past. I always bring that Porter Brace bag and I always keep the extra batteries and charger in the side of it. So if I need to, you know, dump cards, charge batteries, I can just grab that whole bag, bring it inside, do everything I need, put it all back in the bag, take it back to the truck or the cart or whatever. It's just a really easy transport system for your camera and it's worth the investment. They're a little expensive, but they're worth it. Something else I bring is I bring my, essentially my DSLR slash laptop bag it's got all my cables my uh, laptop my DSLR which is my 5d card readers extra cards uh, gaff tape lens cloths cable ties a small toolkit essentially it's like my go bag like if I had to just grab it and run I could still film something with it uh, you know, off my DSLR. It's got my uh, little road mic that stays on top, or roadie, however you say it. I always bring my slider. I've got a, a Philip Bloom Kessler slider. It's a three-foot slider. That's the one I use for my motion control time lapses as well. I also bring my toolbox, which I've taken pictures of and put on the Instagram page. It's got all my little things in it, all my mounts, screws, tools, Velcro, mic cables, extra mic cables, my Moco motor, batteries, 
you name it, every little piece of stuff or thing, I keep in that little box. The other thing I bring is I always bring a hard case, like a I've got I've got a Bronc box, and I'll usually have my Bronc box in here when it's cooler weather. So right now I don't I'm not carrying my Bronc box with all my clothes and stuff in it because it's so warm. I don't ever need that many hunting clothes, so I keep them in a, a Plano box because it doesn't take up near as much room. It's, I don't remember what you call them, but it's the Plano flip top, you know, kind of about a third the size of that Bronc box and not near as heavy, but I keep all my hunting clothes in it, kind of separated from my normal clothes. I'll take my normal clothes inside and I'll always usually get ready in the mornings outside or next to the truck or whatever trying to just keep them separated that way don't they don't get mixed up because usually you'll wear your camo multiple days whereas you'll wear your you know, street clothes you know one you know once a day or whatever unless it's like blue jeans or whatever but i try to keep those separated always bring rubber boots regular hiking boots which are my solomons which are the best boots out there which i'm going to do a gear podcast of like all my clothing gear that i have um, because i'm one of those guys that is all about comfort and i will pay extra money for comfort so uh, rubber boots, Solomons, always take a pair of tennis shoes and Crocs. And if I have to lose something out of that scenario, depending on the situation, I'll lose the rubber boots and the tennis shoes and just go Solomons and um, Crocs if I have to. I always take Crocs. Always take camp shoes. You'll regret not taking camp shoes. Always take a pair of shorts and camp shoes no matter where you're going. Um, what else I bring? I always take my... Um, I would look around in the truck, but I can't really right now because I'm driving and it's pitch black dark. I'm trying to remember what else that I bring. Um, a lot more than that, I know, because the bed of my truck's full. I always bring a cooler uh, with extra drinks in it. That way I can just keep rolling instead of you know stopping at the gas station spending money. I'll keep a cooler in my truck, uh, usually in the back seat, so I can just reach in there and grab something. I've got like my, my actually my Diamondback truck covers Yeti that they just sent me is what I've got in the back seat right now. Um, oh, that's the other thing. Okay, so I bring all my content stuff. So one of the pieces of my business is I've created a lot of content for people, and I help out a lot of my buddies, companies, or you know people that I believe in. I always carry product with me, so when I get the opportunity, I can take pictures or work them into a video or work them into a shoot in some way, shape, or form. So it's one of those things to where I always bring, you know, my diamond blade knives because I'm creating content for those guys. So I've already got, always got an assortment of knives because those are something that, you know, I'm on the road all the time. It's really easy to work those into pictures and take pictures and um, really do some cool stuff with them. I'll, I have some Pistol Creek calls because I really like those guys and they're hometown guys. So I'm always carrying their calls, especially now this turkey season, to try and take some pictures with their calls. Um, I've got, you know, some of their t-shirts, hats. I always have my Rambo bikes on the back of the truck. They're on a, um, uh, you know, my bike rack on the back, you know, big sail on the back of my truck. But either way, you know, I always have them because not only are they amazing uh, to, to try and hunt with, you know, it's not that big a deal to tote them with me. They don't weigh that much. Um, you know, and I'm essentially I'm a sales guy for them. You know, half a year is just telling people about them, letting them ride them. 
I can't tell you how many people I've just let ride them because I see them and they're like, what are those? So I'll let them ride the, excuse me, I'll let them ride the bikes and, uh, you know, just try them out because they're, they're incredible. I always have a toolkit, uh, jumper cables, all that good stuff. Um, what did my, oh, which I've got my Mossberg shotgun. That's another pe- per- person I'm doing content for. I always carry my Kimbers because I'm doing content for them. I carry Killcliff because I'm doing content for them. Uh, Killcliff, the recovery drink. Uh, Galactic Snacks, I do content for them. So it's, I've got a lot of different products that I keep in the truck to try and, you know, create content every chance I get. You know, I don't, I don't like wasting the opportunity, so I always keep it in here. So I can't, I couldn't fly with all that stuff. Uh, it would cost a fortune, even though, which uh, I was talking to Travis the other day on the phone uh, from, I think it's called Amazon Rain Chicken Productions. Uh, he's a avid listener of the podcast. What's up, Travis? Um, he was asking me about flying because he's going over to Africa right after I'm going, and I was telling him about media credentials. If you don't have media credentials, create yourself for media credentials. Find somebody that can make you an ID. It will save you on overages, on weight. Sometimes it will save you on extra bags. It's absolutely worth it. So do that. It's... I mean, they don't co- it don't cost that much to get an ID made or design one. Um, when I was in Sub 7, we made them, and it's one time. If you make it in one time, it works. It will save you sometimes hundreds of dollars on overages because anytime I fly, it's stupid expensive. But anyway, another tip. I think I actually talked about that one time, but I'll reiterate it again. Um, I'm trying to think. I got more in here than that. Always keep an extra jacket, uh, like one of those... Uh, packable puffy jackets. I always keep one of those in the back seat, um, just in case it gets cold or you know, you know, it crap hits the fan and it gets cold on the side of the road or God forbid my truck breaks down. I've got it. Um, trying to think of what else. Oh, I've got my, I've got one of those. I think it's a Husky or uh, it's whatever the uh, Home Depot brand is. It's like a they make them for nails and screws and everything. It's like a little organizer, and I keep all my uh, excess cables, batteries, things like that, so I can see in there and see what I got or what I need. And I can just reach in there and grab them. I keep that in the bed of the truck always. Uh, my tool. I already talked about my toolbox. Huh? I feel like I'm forgetting something, which I probably am. But anyway. That's, um, you know, that's what I carry with me on pretty much every trip. Uh, I carry my camera arm during deer season, but right now, oh, a pack. I always carry my Tenzing lumbar pack. I don't remember the exact name of it. Uh, it's a lumbar pack. It's not a full backpack because I full backpacks make my, essentially make my back sweat. And I don't like that. I like that lumbar pack because it's got just enough room for all the extra stuff I need. I like how it wears, it's super comfortable. I hike with it all the time. Um, so I always have it in the back seat. And um, I think that's it. Hopefully you are not bored out of your mind because I did this podcast essentially trying to stay awake 
and I figured it might be, you know, a good little tidbit for people out there that are traveling. Uh, oh, I was going to talk about some travel tips. So, which I don't know if I've done this. I might have already done this. And I, guys, if I've already talked about this, I'm sorry. I'm delusional. It's now 12:20, and I've got 38 miles to my destination. So I have nothing else to do but talk to you guys. And um, <laughs> hopefully you learn something, or hopefully I can stay awake. So thank you for listening, for keeping me awake. But some travel tips. If you get tired, which I have these right next to me right now, but I'm actually talking, that's why I don't have them in my mouth, is if you get tired sleeping, sunflower seeds are the best thing to keep you awake. Some people say roll down the windows. Some people say turn up the music. Some people say, you know, screaming loud when you slap yourself, whatever. If you're chewing sunflower seeds and spitting sunflower seeds, you will not fall asleep. It is impossible to fall asleep while you're chewing sunflower seeds. Because you are, you're constantly, your mind's constantly working to chew them and you know open up the seeds, spit out the hull, chew on the sunflower seed. I do that all the time. My favorite flavor is Spitz Dill Pickle. Um, I have Jacob Walker from Endless Season, old you know the old show Endless Season. I was hunting with him in Alabama. I gave him some and he spit them out and said they were awful. They are my absolute favorite. I love them with a passion. I've eaten a blue million of them. Um, I keep you know several bags of those. If you ask Chuck or any of the guys from the Habit, they'll tell you I'm a sunflower seed junkie. I always have them. Um, I always try and grab, anytime I go to a gas station and have to go in, I always try and grab a candy bar or something because a lot of times for breakfast, you don't ever have time to eat when you're going hunting. So you just kind of have to... Uh, I, I try and get that and make that my breakfast half the time, which I know it's not a good breakfast. It's a candy bar, but, you know, when you're starving, it's absolutely worth it to have that candy bar so you don't starve to death. There's been some hunts you just you think it's going to be a morning hunt and it turns into an all-day hunt. You're really glad you had that daggum candy bar. But um, travel tips. What was my other one? Uh, Waze. So the Waze app. I don't know if you use the Waze app. W-A-Z-E. The Waze app's awesome. It really does a good job of essentially crowdsourcing uh, everybody else that's using the app and telling you where accidents are, how to get around them, where cops are if you like to have a heavy foot like I do, all that good stuff. It's just a really cool app. I'll kind of run those simultaneously. Like I'll have my Apple Maps up, and then I'll have Waze up at the same time when I'm on the interstate to kind of like, not only, you know, kind of look out for cops, but um, any lane closures or if there's a wreck up ahead, a lot of times if it, if kind of the crowdsourcing catches it in enough time, it can reroute you around the wreck, which I've had work for me several times. Um, some of my other travel tips. Pillow. So bring yourself one or two pillows because when you're driving a long time, like I do, like my shoulders will hurt from like like holding the steering wheel or trying to stay comfortable or adjust myself. So actually Chris Irwin's the one that showed me this because he probably travels more than I do. So he has a pillow for his elbow, for his right elbow. And then I started bringing, since he showed me this, I started bringing a pillow for under my left elbow as well. So I've got um, 
essentially a help you know pillows under both arms so I can oh I'm so relaxed and I'll just reach up and kind of move the steering wheel a little bit and chill out um, works really well for me on long trips a butt pillow so I actually have three pillows didn't think about that a butt pillow that's a big it's a game changer I know I feel like I'm getting old talking about butt pillows but they are worth it for long trips they help your lower back they kind of sit you up straight and help your posture because I I don't have great posture anyway um, polarized sunglasses which that one's probably pretty obvious good a good set of earbuds which I'm recording this podcast actually to my iPhone through the iPhone earbuds um, that way if somebody calls you and your Bluetooth sucks like mine does you can put your uh, headphones in and talk to them and actually hear them and they can hear you which has got for what it is very clean audio um, travel tips I'm trying to think I, I didn't take no as you can tell I didn't take notes for this episode this is actually the first episode I didn't take notes for but um, I feel like it would be real and raw and kind of to the point but if I feel like I'm rambling now so I'm probably gonna shut up if I don't think of anything real here real quick um, oh another good travel tip look at your if you're a concealed carry owner like I am look at your states you're going to be traveling through and see what the reciprocity laws are because one of the states I have to travel through all the time that will get your butt is Illinois because you have to have your handgun um, I can't remember if somebody can quote me and fix, fix this but I think you have to have your handgun locked and separated from the ammo inside of your car I think that's what it is um, and they're really they're they're, are, they're notorious for being tough on game laws but know your you know no different states regulations know what you have to do in one state versus the other um, some states have tollways which I found this out the hard way North Texas has a tollway that you know I didn't know this and maybe I'm an idiot as much as I travel I don't ever get on tollways much but they don't you don't, you don't, there's no toll booth like there is in Georgia. You just get on this road and they just send you a bill in the mail. They take a picture of your tag and you get a bill in the mail. And uh, turns out I thought it was junk mail and threw it away. And I got a late charge and got sent to collections for $4 for North Texas Tollway Authority. So don't do that. It comes from a thing called Zip Cash, which sounds like a scam, but that's actually who it comes from. And I told that lady at North Texas Toll Authority that they should probably change the the agency or the company they're using because zip cash sounds like a scam and most people probably are throwing them away which they probably like that because they can send them to collections and get a huge late fee which is what they did to me but anyway uh, I digress uh, that's another one is to kind of pay attention to what road you're on um, set your cruise for about nine over the speed limit if you like to kind of live dangerously uh, I've learned that about nine over is about all you can get away with. If you want to be safe, about seven over the speed limit. Oh, this is another good tip. I know this is Redneck Tech, but this is a great tip. And I learned this one off the radio from Bobby Bones, if you listen to the Bobby Bones show. If you get pulled over, here's what you do. And I, and before I started doing this, I had never gotten a warning. I got a ticket every time I got pulled over but ever since I started doing this I have gotten three warnings since then 
So I have a heavy foot. I, I get pulled over quite a bit. So if you get pulled over, morning, morning, noon, night, doesn't matter. Pull over, radio off, ignition off, car in park, put your keys on the dash, and put both of your hands open in full visible view with your window down. Hopefully you have your seatbelt on. So if you do those things, and then when the officer comes to your window and they see both your hands there and your keys up, they know now you're not a threat and you're no threat of running. 99 times out of 100, instead of approaching you really slowly and talking before they ever get in the car, they'll come all the way up to the window and talk to you. And it essentially eases their mind. And then you do the logical, you know, nice person thing, and that's have manners, yes sir, no sir, yes ma'am, no ma'am, and answer their questions honestly, and be a decent human being. And once they're at ease and you're, they see you're a decent human being and you either own up to speeding or tell them, you know, I wasn't aware of whatever it is, nine times out of ten you're going to get a warning. You know, if, if you get a good cop, which every cop I've gotten, literally, literally all three of them have looked in my truck and seen camouflage or camera gear and asked me, you know, hey, man, you know, what, what you up to? And I'll tell them, hey, I was filming a turkey hunt or I was doing this and they want to, you know, kind of shoot, shoot the crap with me and talk to me about, you know, what I'm doing, you know, where, you know, what I do for a living. You know, and it's, it's just a, essentially, you be a decent human being and usually you get let off with a warning. And I, I think, but not necessarily being a decent human being is what gets you the warning. It's setting their mind at ease by knowing you're not going to run and you're not going to shoot them because... These guys, man, first responders, I couldn't do that job because those guys don't know what's waiting for them when they walk into the side of a car or they go to a house or there's a fire. They just don't know what they're going to get into, you know. So just giving them a lower stress level when walking up to a car, especially in the times we live in now, it just makes everything better. And, you know, I always tell them that, hey, I'm – I am a concealed weapon. It's concealed weapons um, license holder. I do have a concealed weapon in the car. Just want to let you know. And usually they say that's perfectly fine. Just as long as I can see your hands, everything's good, and, it, and everything's always fine. You know. Um, so it's one of those things where be upfront and honest. Be cordial. Show your hands. Take your keys out of the ignition. Turn the radio off, and you'll probably get a warning. I know this one has went off the rails a little bit a couple of times because I know I'm delirious and I've said that a couple of times, but um, this is one of those podcasts that I've been wanting to do and I wanted to kind of sit down and I might end up doing it again, honestly, to kind of get a little more, you know, be a little more concise with my thoughts. But I just get asked that question all the time. Why do you drive everywhere? Why don't you fly? And really, to be honest, like I said in the beginning, I carry too much stuff, and I'm a control freak, and I like to have my gear. So that's the reason. I uh, hope you enjoyed it, and I'll uh, see you guys next time, hopefully tomorrow morning, which will be Easter. Easter, I'll have a turkey on the ground. And I don't know when this podcast will be posted, probably a couple days for now, because I don't know when I'm going to have time post it because I'm going to be running pretty hard the next couple of days but um anyway if you're listening enjoy the podcast don't enjoy the podcast 
please get on iTunes and leave us a review. Tell me what you think. Give us a rating. Good, bad, or ugly. I just want to make it better. If you want to find us on social media, our email, or the website, it's all Redneck Tech. RednecTech.com, at Redneck Tech, and Redneck Tech Podcast. No, <laughs> see, I'm delirious. RednecTechPodcast.com, Redneck Tech Podcast at gmail.com, and then it's at Redneck Tech Podcast on Instagram. So, Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you learned something. If nothing else, maybe you got a good laugh. Peace.